0: Hi everyone, we are the Renegades. This is episode 15. We're recording on Tuesday, the 26th of February, right in the middle of a game week. My name is Drew, and as always, I'm joined by my good pal Willie. How are you, Willie? I'm great, Drew. Happy to be here. Good stuff. And it was touch and go whether you were going to make it. I was under a bit of pressure today. Real life stuff, Drew. Poor Willie was stuck in his own home (coughs) watching a tradesman. Lay down some decking all day, and you were just a bit tired coming my, out of it. That, dude, I was helping him, so I was. I was putting down my own deck and uh, putting down a lovely decking for the kids. I yeah. am. Yeah, and we were kind of in touch all day, and I was and panicking. Drew, I thought you was not impressed. I, well, Tuesday is podcasting day. Yeah. So, so nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Forget your wife, forget your kids, forget your lives, forget, forget your, your decking, your new lovely decking. That went, and do you know it was 18 degrees today in Ireland, True? I was about to get to that, I was going to yeah. say, it was a wonderful day here, it was unseasonably <coughs> warm, unbelievable, I was in the car, I had a look at the thermometer or whatever it's called, it's probably not a thermometer is it, and it said 17 degrees, 17 degrees, me and I had to fire a bit of uh, factor 30 on, on us, so we had... <laughs> and I left the house in the t-shirt, so yeah. it was golden, yeah. Um, so where do we start this week? Uh. I think the highlight highlight or lowlight of the week was uh Kepa Aragabla blah bla whatever that guy's name is. What, did, what it, did you think of that? He made an absolute show of himself. Like I was like I'm probably I'm probably Sari's least biggest fan, but after that I was like, I really hope they win it for him. And you're also really laid back. Did it make you angry? It made me really, really angry. So I was like, What a prick and like Willie Caballero is such a good penalty stopper that it could have just been tactical. I think he's probably better at saving penalties than Kepa. Remember what I did a few years ago in the League Cup final for City? And you it's have to think, sang he, sang he sang was at City for a couple of years, so he surely yeah. faced a lot of these guys in training. Yeah. Might have had a bit of an idea. I think it and started off as Sari thought that Kepa was injured. Well, he went down twice. He went down the first time and he got up, and then he dropped to the ground again. Like, Yeah. He's so He's a, a bit of a pussy, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if he is. But uh, it probably started off, look, he's injured, we're going to bring on another keeper. Yeah. And then it probably did turn into a more tactical thing but where he thought, Willie will be better. A, show a bit of respect, like. You would have thought so. It's yeah. all resolved now anyway. But It's all resolved. What do you get a one-week fine? What is it, like 200 and something thousand or something? I don't know. But we were walking back I don't from, think uh, Willie's not happy, though. We were walking back from the pub and we were like, can you think of any other absolute dickhead moments in football? And I think of a lot. We are on the spot, but we thought of a couple. Yeah. So have you got any that you want to mention? I, d- I don't know about... Dickhead moments in football But the biggest dickhead In football Must be El Hadjouf Wasn't he I absolutely hated that prick Just You weren't a fan Just the no. head on him He's a little scumbag Just Spitting at people A little moanbag He was deadly on Championship manager yeah. He's not <laughs> the best player that, that wouldn't stop me From buying him On, on Championship manager But he was oh, He was he's a great one prick Wasn't he He didn't come across Like the nicest guy ever No, no You wouldn't um, want to go For dinner with him Would you Drew Not really no. uh, And it's nothing to do With the fact that he Played for Liverpool Strangely yeah. enough he just didn't have a nice demeanor about him. He seemed like one of those guys that he just loved spitting at people and wasn't a nice guy before he played football. Just no. one of those little kind of scumbags kind of got plucked from obscure poverty because be he in, had football and skills but he some, never left behind his scumbagginess basically. He'd been in some fucking prison in Dakar if it wasn't for <laughs> the ability he had with And his, then I think the main man, when some people think of dickhead moments... Now, I'm a big fan, and I think you're a big fan, but he does have two of the, the highlight real moments, was uh, Mr. CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo. I absolutely love Ronnie, but I hate him when he's playing football. Do you remember the uh, Champions League final? Now, we haven't had time to look up the details, Which but I think they were this? in extra time against Atletico Madrid. It was a tight what game, do? but it, it was a tight game because obviously went to extra time, but I think it was 3-1. They won a penalty Yeah, He scored said penalty And like right. Whipped right. off his top oh As if God. he was after Dragging the team to And what else did he glory. do In the game like, Oh he's making a sh- like, Making a show of himself But he is Ronaldo So he's He's it's kind of like The Tiger Woods Of football You'd it? have to say It was a dickhead moment though It was a dickhead moment but like, And then Do you remember in I think it was one of the Euros uh, Portugal against England And really yeah. got sent off And you just did, did that little, little wink The little wink It was just so snide looking I kind of like that uh, anyone else come to mind? I just think Neymar in general. Neymar's just... oh Some of the theatrics just the that he world, does. Just falling around making a show. Like, he's one of the best players in the world. He's one of the most skillful players in the world. He just made an absolute show of himself, didn't he? And I'm a big fan of Neymar's, but uh, he's so hard work by. sometimes, isn't oh, it? He's a, he's a great A eh, prick. Do you remember uh, <laughs> Adebayor? Was a for Spurs scoring against Arsenal? Oh, he's and he a... ran the length of the pitch to celebrate. I <laughs> oh, he's so embarrassing. And then... Oh, he's a prick to his family and everything, isn't he? Like, he's Is just he, yeah. You go like, yeah. Oh, he's just... I don't... just don't get him. Like, you think he was from Togo when you're after, like, making it to the Premier League. You'd be like... He always seemed quite pretty greedy. Happy that, yeah, he was just... I don't know. And then I he think just... To him, football was all about money. He just... I don't think he was... Was in it for the love of the game. No. It was just kind and of sad. Numero uno. And I think he kind of gets a bit of a free ride sometimes. And... Said it loads of times. Big Man United fan. Yeah, uh, have a lot of. I'm a big fan of his work in general, but uh, oh, yeah. what about Ryan Giggs? Uh, Ryan Giggs oh. did some damage to poor Rodri, poor Rodri. But in fairness, Rodri's after getting him back, one one, isn't he? That Paddy Power thing, he smashed it, didn't he? It's an amazing ad, isn't it? Classic, but uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, and a lot of people won't like this. A lot of Man United fans don't like it. Ryan Giggs is the biggest dickhead in football. What do you think about that? As a person, he's just a complete prick, isn't he? Like, he's no Imagine riding your brother's missus for about <laughs> 10 years. And, like, Roderick seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a legend so he is. And, like, for him to take it, I don't know. It's just horrible, isn't it? So I don't think we have anywhere to go after that. And like yeah, I said, Ryan Giggs, absolute Man United legend. legend. Great footballer. Lovely cherry chest on I him. don't have a bad word to say about him <laughs> other than the Roderick thing. But, uh So no, we get that's, stuck that's into bad. actual he, FPL and and who no? was Oh, we didn't talk about JT, no? JT's in a league of his own. JT wore that jersey, and then and he was he was riding Rainbow Bridge's misses as well, wasn't he? I love JT as a as a, as a big villain man, but like, no, that was just wrong. He gets a lot of uh, agro compared to Giggs, though. You think so?
1: I, mean, I, I, I think more people abuse. just stick up for
0: it People are like, oh, he's JT, he's brand. He's probably. Ah know a lot of kind of people who aren't fans of Chelsea. Think you know your that heads like John Terry is like one of the biggest scumbags ever. Yeah, and like I said, Gigs gets a bit of a free pass. Yeah, whereas they're either as bad as each other, yeah. or I think Ryan Gigs actually could be worse. Ryan Gigs worse. He, you know, he did his brother-in-law's misses. Fucking Terry, no, just, his brothers, his brothers' misses. Yeah, but Ter- not not once, not twice, infinite times, three times. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's pretty bad, isn't it? So, Ellie, I think we should get stuck into some FPL. Um, right, let's do it. As usual, we've just gone off on a tangent, but yeah. sure. And loads of people right now. I don't care. Like that like, will as count as said, a listen. It will count as a listen. You know, if they listen to the first two I minutes to of that, it yeah. counts as a listen. So this podcast, I think it's quite tricky doing midweek midweek games. We don't because we really know what's happening. Yeah, we're right in the middle of a game week. We're gonna be looking back at last week's game week. And we also have to look ahead to will it be game week twenty nine at that stage? Twenty nine, just we're flying. Aren't I'm we? uh, struggling to keep up. I'm just glad we're flying. As I said, this is all just my my season is over. I'm just having a bit of a mess around here now. Yeah. So the last episode was our special on how to navigate the chips. chips. But the more I look at my transfers every week, every week is chip-orientated, isn't it? Like, every transfer you make is yeah. to do with what chip strategy you're going to be using. But sure, I was all for all-in on Arsenal, double 32, and then the game 33. What happens? Ten minutes before the deadline, they find out that Arsenal are only going to have a single game week. I was like, I was like, all these poor fuckers listen to this, and now they're just like, no, Everyone was it. in the same boat, though. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't just us. Yeah, and obviously. I think not a lot of people actually highlighted what you did highlight about Arsenal playing in the blank and then yeah. having a double yeah so so you know that, actually they're actually going to have the most games they're going to have a, a really good double in 35 now and have Newcastle at home in uh, the other double so it's not that bad I really I didn't bring Kolasinac in but I really really regret it, it was, would have been the move to do but I just yeah. lost my head when I seen it hadn't got a double and before we get stuck into how our teams did in game week 27 I have a dilemma myself Yeah. so I'm rolling along Going well in all the mini leagues All the money leagues Money leagues Kind of Either in the money Or within touch Distance of the money Yeah or in the place money Anyway But You know me I have this dream Of coming In the top 1k Yeah Never managed to do it To be honest You probably think You should be coming In the 1k Don't you You're like, Not that I think I should be But like It is the dream finish And I see you giving That serious abuse On Twitter there Last week That like Top 50k is is worth nothing.
1: You you say that
0: to me every day, Drew. It kind of hits me. I'm like, I'm this good fucking FPL player. 50k every year. Solid enough. Like... It was, it was nothing like, to do that's with fucking crap. top fifty k is nothing. It was uh everybody has their own goals. No, I seen a post <laughs> with someone saying uh, with these guys who are moaning about being in the top ten k ever shut the fuck up kind of job. And yeah, I well, just, they just shut the fuck up. And I just weighed in and said, look, a little bit of perspective, guys. Um, Everyone has their own goals, dreams, aspirations. Fuck off. No, not really though. <laughs> but uh, it's it's really easy to say, you know, take it easier in the top ten k, yeah. be happy but they don't know what people's records are. They don't know where they were earlier yeah. in the season and they don't know what they're aiming for. Now, I know it might be unrealistic for most people to say, I want to be in the top 5K, I want to be in the top one well, not for you, Drew. Well, look, <laughs> you, you know only too well and I don't want to bore people, but last season I came 1K. The yeah. season before I came 2K. Yeah. I've come in the top 3K multiple times. And yeah. I always say to you every season, the aim is the dream three-digit finish. Three-digit finish. And uh, yeah. halfway, <laughs> halfway through this season I was like 500th in the world yeah that was really I impressive was well on for that dream finish yeah. mm-hmm. and since then I've just kind of spiraled down and ended up have you bottled it? around 11k I'm not bottling it no. but I make, you're making, making sense when I making the bad. odd uh, bad decision getting ah, a little these bit 50, bad 50 I'm Which, only do you know what I mean them. I thought it was a bit much for someone saying if you're in the top 10k you have to be happy regardless whereas someone yeah. who's in the top 500k can moan whereas yeah. I can't yeah Anyway, we've totally. In, in fairness, as I said, I wildcard at thirty five k, so I can't top. Like, there's loads of lads that would have loved to in thirty five k. Yeah. So my dilemma now is: do I just keep tickling, ticking along? Yeah. I know if I just keep going as I am, play the chips right, be sensible, you would get top ten k. Not, no, I won't. Um, well, you know. No, I mean, I'll I'll get money in my money leagues, yeah. and at the end of the day, is that not the aim? Like, we want to make a few quid. Who cares what away. your official rating is? But. I'm a proud man and in the back of my head I want to go for that 1k finish so I'm kind of thinking of doing some random moves which might be uh, I don't know contradictory to just ticking along and doing well in the mini leagues and you're a good person to ask because uh, Because I I win you money every year in these mini leagues split 50 I'm like you're a sugar daddy yeah. at FPL. You, FPL sugar daddy. I usually come like 50, get us a little bit of place money and you get the serious and, bonus. You know, I, I usually pay for your summer holiday every yeah. year. Or my decking. So, so I know you're not going to tell me to yeah. take a risk and go for it. You know, I used to feel bad taking money off you every year when we split the money. But now I'm like, I'm doing this podcast. This guy's a dick. I'm a good effort. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, even, don't even, even bother me. I just want you to win. Before I would have genuinely felt a little bit bad. I don't need to feel bad uh, I know, I what, I'm I know bad. what I'm getting into every year <laughs> You know, uh, It's more fool me What do you mean, this lad's taken? It's not 50-50, 60-40 he has it at now Because he thinks he's that much superior than me No fool, you know 20% no more superior, superior than Willie i got <laughs> to take my cut so I do <laughs> So, look What a start that was Let's get stuck straight into how our Game Week 27s went Let's. So, how did Game Week 27 treat us do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Do you go first, Drew? Fucking go I'm first. I'm happy to go first because this is my first Green Arrow in seven weeks. Green Arrow, Drew. And it was literally the smallest Green Arrow you can get. I went up 87 places. 87 places. But I'm going to take that. It's a Green yeah. Arrow. So I'm still in and around 11k. I've nearly six million in the bank. Just burning in the bank. A... Before this game week I did, yeah, just burning a hole in my pocket. Uh, pretty concerned about having that much dollars, you know. Yeah, you're always worried, because all the guys Do you think you like, have, don't have that much. Yeah, bank. if you yeah. have six million in the bank, is your team good enough? Yeah. But, uh, I spent some dollars this week, so it's not yeah. as much. Yeah, dollars, yeah. Um, I only had ten men, and Steve Cook missed his first game of the week. First of the season, Chris even not. Leaple Leaple took his place, I think. Yeah, he got an injury. Uh, Eddie Howe, as usual, was uh, very forthcoming with his information <laughs> in the, the press conferences. Not I, a peep, I love Eddie Howe, but like, oh my god, he's worse than Pep, isn't he? Not a peep that uh, yeah. Cookie might miss out, and uh, therefore I was down to ten men. I got forty-one points. It's it was a little. Week, it? it was okay for this yeah. week. It was a little bit above the average, and it gave me that mini green arrow. Had a captain fail So I went for we Felipe Anderson failed. I think most people did And yeah. it was a good week To have that captain fail Yeah but that was An extra captain fail He did sweet fuck all so he, Like the balls Were coming into the box And Anderson was like Running out of the penalty area <laughs> <I> was like <laughs> Yeah I watched it, the whole that game actually As far as options went I thought he was An okay option And yeah. I was between him And Jimenez And it was just the fixture That swung it Yeah Home to Fulham they did score three goals, and you thought yeah. he would be involved, but he was pretty anonymous in the end, wasn't for he? For me, everyone was going mad for Anderson, but the underlying statistics—I'm kind of a underlying statistic last four game weeks kind of man—and they just weren't there, so they weren't. As I said, uh, Anderson's the kind of player that he has a little bit of quality, so he can kind of like yeah. And I think sometimes you can like, tear that up if it's yeah. like home to Fulham. It's just home, to Fulham. Right? Sometimes Fulham's it is joke, a little bit fixture over form, but I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, and um, maybe you should keep an eye on. The underlying stats from the previous weeks. Yeah, I just didn't fancy Sun. We'll come into that later. Um, I didn't have any Arsenal players, so Anderson. I went for it. it didn't work out. Yeah, I made one transfer, and I was going to roll the transfer, but I was looking like having ten men when I looked at my uh, team because Richarlison wasn't playing. Everton obviously didn't have a oh game. My gosh, you're better off, and he doesn't have a game. Yeah, I only had ten <laughs> playing players, so I brought Harvey Barnes in for. Charleston, he got the assist we talk about there we need it again yeah a few uh hard luck stories we were on whatsapp all day friday friday yeah. was a, a really stressful day you got home yeah. from work and we that know deadline do, we? kind of blindsided us yeah. and it wasn't that we forgot that it was on it was yeah. just we got home from work it was like what do we do because yeah. every transfer seemed to be a lot bigger than your average week it was like whatever transfer you made kind of decided what swing. Yeah. it decided what chip strategy you were yeah, probably yeah, going to yeah. go for. It. You know, whether you were free yeah. hitting in 31 or 32, if you brought in someone, you know, that yeah. uh, met one of those strategies, you were kind of nearly committing to it. Yeah. But I've gone away from that now. But yeah, I nearly brought in Lacazette. I nearly brought in Rondon. That would have been a good move. Uh, Rondon would, would have been a good move. one. Lacazette would have been a great move too. We, should have had a we love Rondon on the show. We've been talking about Rondon before. Anyone's been talking about. I just couldn't it. bring him in. So forty one points, Captain Fail, Robertson got me points, Doherty got me points. Oh, yeah. Um Jimenez Harvey. got me a goal, Harvey yeah. Barnes assist, That was about it. Yeah. How did you get on? How did I get on? But, uh, you happy sound happy Aussie. anyway. Do I sound happy? Well I'm fucking not. Right. I'm down what am I down? About four thousand places. Not a disaster, right? Thirty seven points. So we'll start, we'll start for the best first. So we'll go to the goalkeeper, Alisson, had a save point and three bonus points for 10. His first double return of the season, I think. So it's all looking good, isn't it? We have uh, Matt Doherty, who is right in the middle of the six-yard box at the end of the game <laughs> to win the penalty for five. Uh, all my talk about who, and all talk about bringing in double game week, 32 players, 33. Who did I bring in? Ricardo Pereira. I think I'm spending way too much time on Twitter. Anyway, Prayer, what did Prayer get? Big fat zero. Big fat zero. Klasnich. No, it was a good move on paper though. Klasnich. Was it for someone that was like I was gonna like as I said, I'm wild card in thirty one, so I don't know, I probably should have brought You're wild Wildcard or free hit? I'm free hitting in thirty one, okay. sorry. But I should have um I was gonna bring Kalasnish in up ten minutes for a deadline and then this news came out that uh, Arsenal wouldn't have the double in thirty two. Oh, yeah. But if I looked at the fixtures, I'm free hitting in thirty one, so I don't care about their fixture. They they're not having a double in thirty two, but they've Newcastle at home, who they could do really well against, and they have a really nice double in thirty five and really nice fixtures to thirty eight. So it's just kind of quite tricky up until then, though. They've yeah, few. yeah, but I was covered for them. There was one game week. I'm covered for next game week. I think they have Man United at home and Tottenham away, and Tottenham away game. I was going to sub them anyway. But the well, look, United you home. sound very angry at me. You sound I'm, very <laughs> angry at our listeners. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this okay. is all your fault. It is all my fault, and like, so I just have to go with my own opinion and stop spending so much time on Twitter, like, I'm just okay. so it's all yeah, of Twitter's yeah. fault. Who it's, else did you have? Right, I had Bednarak for one, as usual, I had Tompkins played, well, a lot of people had Wambasaka, who was injured, I yeah. two, I had Salah with three, probably one of my better, Pogba with three, Kamarasa, what's the story with Kamarasa, Drew? Just injured. I think I've like uh, finally figured out why Warnock is so pro-Brexit. <laughs> he was like he was like, eh, he's been fine for the last three or four weeks. And he was like, every Tom, Dick, and Harry as as like from abroad is like saying that he's not ready. I think his yeah, uh, I think his representatives from uh from the Spain. yeah, from Spain are are, uh, are, are minding him. He's only on loan. Yeah, and they're saying he's not right. But in fairness, I was like, they said that he'd be alright in ten days, and Warnock was like, ten days are up. And then I looked at the team and the squad today and Camarasa was nowhere to be seen. Like, it's an absolute fucking joke. But you shouldn't be relying on Camarasa, really. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't be relying on Camarasa. He's your but like, he's your enabler. I'm the most anti-Brexit person ever. And after... Careful now, we don't through, want to get into politics. No, I don't need to come to politics. But after, like, looking at this whole Camarasa thing, I think, like, I'm pro-Brexit. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, so I went for as captain. He got four points. He yeah. did absolutely nothing. He, I think it's one shot in the match. Three chances created. I shouldn't have went for it, but still saying that 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 um goal that that Kane scored, anyone else would have just rolled it across the sun for tap in, but Harry Kane didn't need to do this. Then I had me me man the fucking Alpines Latan with a seven what point a guy. Rashford with two. Alexander Arnold, that's sickening me on the bench. He should have been playing instead of Milner. That's just sick. 100%. Although if he was playing, I would have quite fancied United to score because I think Trent is a liability going backwards. Do you think so? He's a great player on the ball. Ah, he's great he's going a, forward. He's Has a nice way, delivery. He's, he's a, a way courtiered. better defender than Milner. He's a rubbish defender. He's a better defender than Milner. He really is. And No, he's a better defender than Milner. The only upside would have been that Rashford got injured early doors. because How did Rashford play? I on? was licking my lips standing. when I seen uh, Milner playing right back and I thought if you could just get Rashford to mm-hmm. drift on to the left... But uh, we'll cover all that when we do our summary. Milner's a better better defender than than Milner. Just disgusting. Anyway, Anyway, crap week, crap FBL season. Concentrating on next year. Go smash (laughs) it next year. The good news is you're right in the middle of a game week now. We're not watching the games. We're obviously podcasting. And by the time we stop recording, or even by this time tomorrow night, you could be having a... No. A massive week. We just so my know. season's over, Drew. I'm just doing these podcasts and like I you're just going, just going through the motions, going through the motions. You've no love for me anymore. It. No, just... I'm just hoping you can win me some bongos because I'm just an absolute disgrace, right? So, we've talked about our own weeks yeah. for long enough. Let's get stuck into how game week 27 went as yeah. a whole. And as always, we'll look at this in a more balanced and impartial way yeah. because I think we can get a little bit uh personal when they're our own players, <laughs> yeah. So, we'll start with Cardiff 1, Watford 5. Uh, 1, five. I wasn't expecting that. And I always say Cardiff seemed to be quite solid at home. But they have a reasonably good record at home. But yeah. they got absolutely smashed here. They got smashed. But did you see the XGI? XG, uh 1.96, Cardiff 2.1. It was very close. And did you see... Was it 1 0 to Wofford at the time when Cardiff should have had an absolute stonewall? For penalty? and penalty, absolutely taken out of it. How I don't think I've it? seen as clear cut a penalty. The referee was like right beside the what incident. Was the story. And I actually. You know, yeah, no, without. you go. No, no, I wasn't. No, you go. Do you know sometimes it's it's hard to decide and it's kind of a 50 50 thing? This was just the guy just fell over and clattered. Uh, it just went right through. Was it Murphy? Well, it went right through Jacob. Was it Jacob Murphy? Yeah, know. and like. To be fair, they still lost five one, but you know if they get a penalty and that goes really in, it's one all, all and won the whole all, yeah. atmosphere changes, and it's hard to know. Like Watford definitely did serve to win that game, but yeah. that looked like it was a, a key moment. But then, so then one, spo- one man just went on fire. I was going to say we can't really uh, spend that much <coughs> talking about what ifs when someone went and did it. I actually heard this was the highest point total of any player the week in this se- no, of the of season. No, of any player yeah, this season, and. I just want to say, we've, we, I don't know if we've mentioned, like, Delefeu's XGI, like, I was like man in the XGI. it's just insane all season, but, one thing about Delefeu, he's like a good creator, but he's not the best finisher in the world, and he's just, he's just, do you mean it's insane in a good way, or a bad way? Because I, he's kind of went under the radar, I haven't really noticed him. Yeah, but, usually you just, like, don't expect him to be clinical, like, it was like, no, every chance he was just like he was like fucking Alan Shearer, wasn't he? He was like Messi, yeah. and like in a weekend where Messi scored yeah. an unbelievable hat trick. Did you yeah. see that against uh, Sevilla? Yeah, some operator, uh, but De La Delafay was finishing. I thought it was very Messi esque because yeah. he he went through. He went round the keeper, tapped it in. He had the nice dink over the keeper. Oh, that would have been good last week when we were talking about chips. Yeah, that was. A and in his first goal, he just kind of was really rolled like, it into. It the was corner. just Deeney doing his what Deeney does: elbows <laughs> swinging everywhere, winning the ball, the ref not calling the free. Doing great work I actually As much as I hate Dini As a person I like him as a As a footballer Which is weird Because that's unusual, unusual I know elsewhere. And try Dini, In fairness to him He got two goals He got yeah. an assist Anyone yeah. that has and stuck with him Would have got a nice Haul out of that game like, When I call out The, the underlying statistics For Delafeo, You're like XGI 1.41 Nine penalty touches Four attempts Three in box Two big chances That doesn't That seems like The Feo we know But then you go Three on target Three goals One assist that ain't a Delefeo we know. No, he was just full of composure and yeah. it's not what we're used to. Yeah. So look, Watford, I think, deserved to win that game in the whole... Um, like but- Cardiff had all the possession. Yeah. They had equally good chances, but they did just drop their heads. Oh, it right. just make so many individual errors like, They got a bit did, of bad did. luck Did you see uh, Delafay's, I think, second goal Where he just went through the two half But halves. his first touch Yeah, the he touch didn't mean to do it It just <laughs> bounced off him And his pace just carried what? him through The two centre-halves just on there They were playing quite a high line, weren't they? They are yeah. just like, bang, it's true But still he so much to do Lovely little touch Lovely little finish But then, oh, uh, I don't know And then, like, the, the little chip was quality as well Like what a mistake was it? Harry Arthur made a stupid yeah. mistake, like just individual errors. So was great. I mean, that's gonna go mad for Delaffei when look, yeah. he's never gonna have a game like that for the rest of his career. That no. was it. Like that was just he was just on. he's playing Liverpool tomorrow. Uh, yeah. What do you hope him? How for? are people bringing him in? I don't know. And from a Cardiff perspective, do you know who had um, the most attempts from Cardiff? I don't. My man, so Bamba legend. <laughs> he got it's it. He's got three it attempts. On. It was like three times, two in box, one goal. And I was like, that's impressive. But then I seen the goal and it was like, bam, bam. Thing. It was like, header it, hit it in. And eventually he fucking kicked it in, didn't he? It was yeah. such a scrappy goal. So but We'll th- move on to the next game. But yeah. before I do that, I just have a point to make. Yeah. I find it hard to watch. Uh, Declan Rice just has a big trader head on him now. When you're watching the match, he just looks no. like he's kind of... Sticking his fingers up at you he At the tricolor, And then Do you know who he we, who we said Was his main Main person That made him make The right decision Who JT Who was an absolute John Terry last year That's unlike Is JT To like to what? It's unlike John Terry To be an absolute <laughs> dick But I'm only messing uh, Declan Rice Quality footballer yeah. But uh not a great FPL option, not a great option for Ireland. Anymore. No, I find it hard to watch him now. I get a little bit sad. Yeah. We'll move on to the next I'm still game. Farm to Stephen Um so there was two games on Friday night, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, West Ham 3, Fulham 1. I watched all of this game. Fulham could have been 3-0 up inside about 10 minutes. Ryan Babel could have been 2-0 <laughs> up, couldn't he? Like he did a bit of a James McArthur on it there, didn't he? That first chance he was like, How much time had he got? What was he doing? Like but the, the second goal was really nice Really good ball from on The ball actually came behind him And it was a really, really nice finish Wasn't it? Yeah And then from there on It was just all downhill um, Again Yeah just, Like Cardiff were unlucky With that penalty That should have been a penalty But uh, Fulham were really unlucky That was a handball for the equaliser Oh it was a clear handball oh, It was an absolute disgrace Right We were talking about one man One of my Probably my all-time football hero Here we go Robbie Snodgrass. These Fulham just couldn't deal With his set pieces Could they? But anyway, so the first one came in, crossed in. The one man that wants to get to all these balls is your man, Diop. Diop got to it, came back, hit Ogbonna, went on, went to fucking Chikorito. Chikorito went for his little diving handball, made a lovely like <laughs> diving header, stayed on the ground. Ah, oh, oh my God. It was just... you got to wonder, like, it, is, it just seems really hard to get the breaks when you're down the bottom of the league. Like, it was yeah. a clear handball, and it was a clear penalty for Cardiff. I... I was a little bit disillusioned watching some of those decisions over the weekend. Yeah, but like... After that, I think Fulham were the orchestrators of their own decline. They absolutely were. And it was one man who had just made an absolute... Like, I don't know, he made an absolute show of himself. Rico. <laughs> what the fuck is he at? I don't know. It's probably True. hard being... A- it's hard. But like, do you know what I mean? The first few, he went out for the balls. He missed them, made a show of himself. Then by the time of the second or third goal, he was doing what I do at football odds, oh, or someone blocking me off. I'm just going to stay on the line and wait for some lad from two yards out to head it in. It's not too strange but as I said they just they're just couldn't deal with Snoddy. Snoddy zero point nine one xgi, eight chances created, two big chances. Do you know how many crosses he had in the game? Fifteen, D eight, fifteen oh. cross eyes. But look, no, some of the goals are really soft um, And yeah. Diop's header like He was just standing about three yards out Nobody yeah. near him yeah. What can Rico do about that? What can Rico do? Rico did this thing where there was like a, <coughs> a guy in front of him And he was pretending that he couldn't get out to the ball But he was like I do this at football the whole time So I know I'm like Oh no, I'm being blocked off I'm being <laughs> blocked off But he was just Oh, he's, a, he's an absolute pussy He's an absolute disgrace So was like Oh, he's, if anyone has him in his team I've seen Jay Egersoff as him in his team I was like I love uh, J, but I thought that the third goal even, um, it was a nice little bit of play from Arnautovic. Yeah. He got down the line, he stood a cross up, but I thought uh, Antonio was quite a bit good header. No, he had a, he was 10, 15 yards out. He just headed it down. It didn't seem overly powerful, but I just think the goalie was a little bit flat footed. He he was Um, poor, but but I just want to say to you, like everyone's on about Anderson. I was like, to be honest, I think Antonio was a better option. 6.8, I think he's nailed on the wing. 11 penalty area touches, more than anybody else. Five attempts, four in the box, one goal. He could have had a couple more. He was just involved in absolutely everything about West Ham. And I think we mightn't have... The, you remember the Antonio Payet thing a few years yeah. ago? was absolutely beautiful. We mightn't have that again, but he's a serious option. He's probably going to be in my free-hit team in 31. Terrible dancing at the end, though. Terrible. terrible, terrible ah, no, he's, he's a legend. And I just wanted to mention one more thing. Arnie came on as a sub. He could have had two goals. and He had to assist a nice little dink back to Antonio. He had a shot against the post, was it? He smashed against the post, and he had a really good header as well. It was actually a decent save from Rico. It's only a matter of time before he starts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a nice price now. He's after yeah. dropping a bit. And he's about 7 you know, million, is he? He's gonna, no, he's below that now. Is he? Yeah, that's a yeah. ser- I, I don't know. I to, to me, play the blanks. Uh, uh, to me, I would say the three West Ham people I would have for the three hit, i will have Arnaović, will have Antonio, and i probably have Fabianski as well. Fair enough. Now we've spent yeah. enough time on that, so we go yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Burnley two, Spurs one. Well, people game. would say a shock at a weekend, but if you've been watching Burnley, it's not a shock. I never thought that was going to be an easy game for Spurs, and that's one of the main reasons I didn't captain. Son, now people I totally might agree say with that you. I'm a captain hindsight, but no. Burnley at Turf Moor and um, they really turned a corner in the last yeah. seven, eight, nine games. Spurs are kind of chugging along. They've been nicking results. It's the first match so that Kane balls. has come back. Nobody knew that he was going to start. There's some, I thought he'd, he'd be on a, a bench. Few, yeah, And uh, I just wouldn't have been banking on Spurs to run right there. I, I, the I, I actually, I actually re- like, I'm a big Bernie fan. You know me, I'm all about Bernie. Big fan just, of everybody. Big fan of everyone. But I just, I don't know, I just still went for Sonny. with was popular yeah. captain. You know me, just. I'm such a fucking when cheap, in doubt. Yeah. Just when, went. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the two boys on the score sheet again, Wood and Barnes. Wood and Barnes. Lovely ball in for McNeil. Would wear a really nice header, but like, should it have it? been a corner? That was the controversy. Uh, oh, the, lost his cool, yeah, yeah, you the don't see that too often. Yeah. And he just went absolutely apeshit. It was never a corner, was it? To be fair to the linesman or whatever you want to call them these days, it was a hard decision to make, yeah. But when you see the replay, 100 percent they don't see the replay, so yeah, but. Our man who we've mentioned before um, Neither of us have gotten rid the George McNeil Great ball in Dwight but Dwight McNeil George McNeil <laughs> George Did George McNeil, McNeil play for Middlesbrough long... I have no idea who no. George McNeil is He's think thinking he might... of George Boyd George Also for Burnley no. no Long hair Anyway Who yeah, cares He like, put yeah. in a nice ball <laughs> um, Like Tottenham can complain all they want But they still had time to Shouldn't set up to And defend that. the corner time um, like this you missed Davison Sanchez He wasn't even in the squad He might have got his big head to that Bang Yeah better. Uh Harry Kane, first start back. Um, uh, he looked really sharp. Oh, he was dead on it. And I really liked the goal, did you? The throw by Rose Kane was straight through. Lovely, lovely strength. A, should have rolled at the sun for my <laughs> fucking captain thing, but nice finish. Kane was was only, only the spot. Yeah. And it's rare you see a an assist from a throw in. It was a good vision, quick thinking from Rose. Put him in there and a nice goal. But uh Burnley just kept going for it. They didn't uh, hold on and just settle for no. a draw. Deser- deserved it, like uh, Ashley Barnes again. Look at this: zero point seven xgi, three attempts, three in box, one big chance, one goal—an absolutely savage effort. Did you see that ball came across, just hitting oh, it thingy? fast it was real snapshot. He's a bit of a, a bite save. about him, but as you say about Kane, though, like for a uh, first game back for Kane, it was it was a lot more impressive than he usually is. Yeah. Four attempts. I thought he looked on. Three it. in the box. One big chance. Seven penalty area touches. And that shot, she just saved from Heaton. A Outside the box. Oh, oh what! What a touch! Like right into the top corner. Do you remember he scored one of them there with his left foot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think it was against Wolves. They a lost a weight strike that game. Hasn't he? But, but, uh, look, now, it look, it mightn't be, it mightn't be the best striker Of the ball in the world, <laughs> but like it uh, it was quality, so it was controversial yeah. <laughs> but, uh, is that a dig at anyone in particular no no? No, 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 no no but uh, look based on stats now I know XG Burnley were ahead but based on the rest of the stats Tottenham had 70% of possession yeah. they had 17 shots to Burnley's 10 yeah but um, look if you look at the shots in the box it was actually 8-7 to seven to Burnley yeah. can you believe that which is a good barometer yeah so let's have a quick captain give you a watch so yeah. Sun was the most popular captain I believe yep yeah. he had an XGI uh, expected goals involvement of 0.12, and he only had one shot. He was just anonymous. He was anonymous, but was that Burnley or yeah, was he, it... He still created three chances, and I said he was in the box. Yeah, it was just Burnley, but if you look at Suns' underlying statistics, like, they're not really great, Sonna. or not. Like, that goal, remember, Depravka made a serious mistake, yeah. and he scored a few cracking goals. He's, he's, his underlying statistics aren't, aren't world-class. They wouldn't blow you out of the water, as they say. So, looking at Burnley, are there any... Burnley targets on your radar because I'm looking yeah. at their fixtures here and obviously if, if, they play blank 31 against Leicester yeah. at home they play 33 against Bournemouth away and in between they have some nice fixtures they play Newcastle Palace if, if, if I was free hitting 32 there'd be a lot there'd be a lot of burn, Burnley options I definitely think Barnes underlying statistics. you mean 31? no no if I was uh, playing bringing my transfers for 31 and playing oh, yeah, free in yeah, 32 yeah, yeah. I think he's a, they're, they're really good options I think Barnes Probably that bit cheaper than wood. I actually seen that. Um, Barnes and Wood have this thing that they're going to whoever wins the penalty takes the penalty. Okay. So Barnes actually is. Where did you hear that. about that? That's interesting. Twitter, but yeah. they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna split them. So there, so Barnes is nailed on. Even though I think he's my. Yeah. In the last a world three, where all these like. Footballers and strikers Just having yeah. massive egos And want to take penalties That's kind of nice yeah. I like that Yeah Similar thing with uh, Neves and Jimenez Jimenez took that penalty Neves on the next penalty uh, Is that the way they work out I was gonna, as well. I'll yeah. ask you about that When we talk we're about but, but anyway like, But it's not just the attackers I, I think Dwight like, yeah, Tarkowski, Tarkowski was class Yeah Just I got was, his body in front of him I was telling him like, That's him every week I was saying that last week It wasn't uh, the start of the season When they were just leaking goals No but since Tom Heaton went and goals I think Ben Mee's a great option I think Tom Heaton's a great option. What about your man? Is it Charlie Taylor? I don't know what his name is. Four point four and he's very attacking. He's actually a midfielder and he's playing in defence. But no, to me if you I stick with me at Turkowski or Heaton and I stick with uh, like Wood's a great options where he's getting goals, but Barnes at the price five point six. The underlying statistics, he's matching. He's, he's matching, matching rare, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll yeah. move on anyway. Uh it's good to end it on the Alpine's last the Alpine next Zlatan game. Euro. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth won, Wolves won. They, it didn't turn into the absolute thriller that I thought it was going to be, but it was still a good game of football. With the game of penalties, wasn't game it? Game of penalties, yeah. yeah. Um. King got a penalty, missed a penalty. Jimenez his penalty. scored his penalty, and I was going to ask you, you, you kind of alluded to it there. Yeah. So, he yeah, um, took a penalty with Neves on the pitch. They yeah. have a little agreement, Yeah, didn't? Neves on the next penalty they're going to take. They're just going they're to take They're just interclaim. taking turns. Yeah, so that's, Neves took the last one. Jimenez, Jimenez, it was such a cool penalty, yeah, wasn't it? really can But it just seems like a cool what guy. What the fuck is Matt Daugherty doing <laughs> in the middle of the fucking penalty box? I off? don't know what Eddie Howe was on about. He was kind of saying, yeah. ah, it can't be a foul because he got a shot off. But yeah. his shot kind of dribbled like three yards yeah. in front of him because he got yeah. absolutely taken out of it. But even the... The second penalty there as well. The king got the, won the first one and took about like the second one. Fraser was taken down, but I don't know. Like, was it outside the box? Yeah, and then some people were saying he might have uh, initiated the contact. I don't know about that yeah. now, but no, I know. I thought it was. I thought it was a foul, but the other thing is uh Lerm is suspended now, isn't he? Like for the for the next for two game. games, yeah, yeah ten just, yellows. That's some going. Yeah, he's he's nearly worse than fucking uh, Holibus. <laughs> on a different level, isn't he? Yeah. So but, Bournemouth had an XG of two point three four against Wolves one point 5, five three. They both yeah. had ten shots. Yeah. Uh Bournemouth had three big chances to Wolves as one. Yeah. And one one thing I want want to mention from a statistical point of view now, Raul Jimenez actually the statistics weren't actually great in this game, but I was just looking at it like uh ten goals, five assists in his Premier League games this year, forty two point nine percent involvement. For people Massive, that, isn't that for people that have gotten for like what have they gotten for five point five five point six I know he's gone up a good bit buddy, but he yeah. was like it's just mental isn't it I'm finding it hard to get rid of Wolves people now yeah even they they don't play in the blanks they're playing double as well though. they're playing Huddersfield tonight they're playing Cardiff next You'd it's hard to, to, them to like even just yeah get rid of one person but uh, do you know who mm-hmm. stood out to me you're um, gonna say the number one point I have in my notes just uh, I put a thing up on Twitter uh, just yeah. Dominic Slanky and. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's not going to get you a bag full of points. But his underlying statistics, true. He, I think, he's going to start starting games. Like he was unlucky. Well, the still out. Yeah, Bournemouth got him in. He got injured straight away, and you're not going to pay all that money. Are you? Are you? Is this right? 4.5, six attempts, six in the box, one big chance. Yeah, I think he's four point seven. Four point seven, he's gone up a he's bit. He's still a decent enabler. Yeah, um, still not. I mean, you can him to fucking Kamara, who's gone to Turkey. Yeah, he's going to success. He's going to play in both the blanks. Yeah. And look, you're getting him in so that you can reinforce elsewhere. Yeah, like you're going to redistribute your funds. You're going to make the rest of your yeah. forward line stronger. You're going to make your midfield stronger. You're not getting him in to fucking get double digit hauls. I think double digit. But I think there's goals coming. I thought he actually played well, and there was a few chances, lovely little, little one twos, and he was. Yeah, he he doesn't look like the most clinical of strikers. No. But I think you could do a lot worse than him. Yeah, definitely. So we'll take a little break, and when we come back, we'll look at the second half of the week's action. Yep. So we're back, and the next game was Newcastle 2 Huddersfield nil, and really comfortable win for Newcastle. They were helped by that red card early on, and it was wow. a horrible tackle. wasn't horrible it? Horrible tackle, it was absolutely disgraceful. It was like, wasn't Welcome it? to English football, yeah. Miguel Almirón. It's really disgusting. Like I mean, it was like, Newcastle absolutely dominated from there, didn't it? It's 2. hard to judge after that, but yeah, find it extra It was like a training game for them. Yeah, like I don't know, random stats just yeah. through the roof. One goal, one assess, assist, 1.46 XGI, 12 penalty area touches, seven attempts, seven in the box, two big chances. That's the thing, it dreams for me. Like, I'm just yeah, like... Yeah. A lot of people brought him in and I was thinking about it, but I thought it was a risk. You never know what, Rondon. He's one yeah. of these... Do you know? His stats are just through the roof the last three months, probably. Yeah, but is he overly clinical? Newcastle don't score that many goals. Yeah. Like, if you were to say to me... They were going to score two goals. I, I couldn't guarantee that Rondam would be involved in all of them. No, do you know he might nick a goal. He might do nothing. But do you, do you not think with Al coming in that like, I'm like sure he was an unknown quantity before. Like he had an amazing performance, but like he could have easily just uh, yeah been he could have froze. But It's been star stuff. The stats in the MLS like Alvaro's talking about to play the MLS game where like he's the first player on the team sheet. So he was, and we've seen about ten minutes of him, but about Slatan. Slatan. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. He looked he looked quality, didn't he? It looked like Obviously, he'd been playing in the Premier like, League all his life. His underlying statistics didn't compare to Rondon but he was like he was zero point eight XGI, four attempts, two in the box, one big chance, six chances created, one of, like he was just I genuinely think that was one of the top ten premiership debuts I've ever seen. Like I'm not wanting to exaggerate things. Am I Drew? You are I know it but... was against Huddersfield, <laughs> it was against ten men. He did look good and uh you looked like a worldly. That uh, that first moment would have been the stuff dreams are made of, where he went yeah. through, little but, dink over the keeper. Uh, hit the and post. the passing, actually, to the goal was actually, oh, that would have been such a quality goal. Yeah. He just looks so good. He could have had to set Perez up for goal. Like we good. said, it's hard to judge. They were against the worst team in the league. No, he's an absolute worldie. And I'd be interested to see how he gets on. I'd be here. shocked if he's playing for Newcastle in a year. I just think he's full nice. statement. But, yeah. look, Newcastle dominated... Twenty nine chances, twenty three yeah. in the box. Like they could have scored uh, twenty three shots a in the box to two shots in the box. Drew true big cha- three big chances to zero. Yeah, it's hard to uh, be too critical of Huddersfield. You know they're in such a a poor position. Drew Huddersfield. They're to Huddersfield are a championship team who like they're probably a lower league championship team playing in the Premiership. Yeah. So going forwards, what do you think of Newcastle assets? Now they've a lovely little run in. The only. uh if your doubt is they're not guaranteed to have a game in game week thirty three, I think if Palace beat Watford in the FA Cup. Yeah, which that isn't guaranteed at all. But still for no. the upcoming fixtures, if you're playing for if you're playing for thirty or who have they got in thirty one? Have they had decent enough? They've Bournemouth away, but between yeah. now and then they play Burnley at home, West Ham away, Everton home. Yeah, they've know, they the have nice fixtures. And if yeah. if that blank was confirmed, I'd definitely get in a yeah. Newcastle player too but just that kind of doubt is uh, keeping me away from if you. I was playing for 31 I'd have Rondon and Almer Ron in my team but fair I enough don't. so we'll move on to the next game and That's nice. Leicester won Palace 4 Claude Piel goodbye that was it that Thank was the God. straw that broke the camel's back born prick um, ah I have a little bit of sympathy you always for him, like, I don't much now is here. not the time or the place people want to know what happened in the games so, so, Leicester had a lot of it, but just 66% possession. So they had 27 attempts to seven. 10 attempts. Leicester five. In 10 attempts in the box. Leicester five attempts in the box. Palace. But then when you look at the big chances, three oh, big Palace. chances. Palace. It was another. just a, a textbook counter attacking performance, wasn't it? It was. Oh, I they don't just know. absolutely did them on the break. They did them on time the, time the break again. by a lot of really individual errors. I thought. I thought fucking. I don't know. Like this, is, I I thought Harvey Barnes was probably man in the match. He definitely was, and yeah. I've seen a few people speculating. uh when Puel got sacked, and they were saying, Oh, he mightn't be nailed on when a new manager comes in." But the to last few weeks, he's been by far their best player. To me, I was like, you always hear them talk on the other podcast about talisman?" Do you think, I think Harvey Barnes is is Leicester's it talisman. Could be early doors, but. Do you think so? I just think like can I just I think say he, one thing? I he needs looking, to have done a bit more than what he's done to be a <coughs> talisman. I don't know. On the on the eye test and watching the games, I was like looking at the underlying statistics. So we have Barnes, did six penalty area touches, five attempts, two in the box, two chances to create. But I just thought he looked really good watching the game. Through the game, he was involved in everything. He was just He's hungry he's as well, isn't he? he? He's, he's not hungry. one of these uh, luxury players he's, that he's, he won't put a shift in. He gets he's, stuck in. He's direct and he's energetic. He's like one of these guys who just love an FPL. And then I was like this man, who is the probably in the top five underlying statistics all season? Madison. Mads. Hashtag <laughs> Mads. Even there today. Zero point five XGI, right? That's okay. Six chances created. Do you know how many attempts he had in the game? I don't. Nine attempts. It's like he's just It's crazy. But he just flatters to deceive, doesn't he? He's just like I was like looking at the statistics. Madison is there, Barnes is quality, but they're not Quite as good statistics, but yeah, I'd be all over Barnes all day so, long. We're spending a lot of time talking about the losers. What about the guys that ran out 4 1 winners? Uh, the guys Saha are got a brace, I um, uh, really like a, him. He's not usually a good finisher, but his first goal, nice cushion finish. Yeah, second goal, I thought Schmeichel should have done better. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I thought MacArthur was absolutely quality. I mentioned him last week, and you were saying he's James MacArthur. James MacArthur is a quality footballer, good, good slinger, lovely ball well. to Saha. Yeah. Lovely ball to Zaha at the back post for the for the first one, and then the second one it was like, what the fuck was John? Was it Johnny Evans made trying to run out with the ball, oh, lost yeah. possession? Jordan Ayew got the ball. It was another prick. Anyway, nice little simple ball to Zaha. I think his dad would have saved that one, wouldn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah it was it wasn't great. Quite Adam, so well, and I think he was that More and, terrible dancing yeah. from Zaha. Yeah. Johnny Evans got the goal. Was that his first goal for Leicester? It was, yeah. And then he made, not only did he make the mistake for the last Zaha goal, but did he give away the penalty as well? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And who, uh, I just want to mention one thing. I think, uh, I think Mihajevic could be a great option. As he scores 6 out of 7 he missed a penalty. I think he scored the next six cents. When Vieira comes in next season, how do Palace pass with so many penalties? They've won eight penalties this yeah. season. When you have uh, Wilfred Zaha and Jeffrey Slop, who I'm always saying every week, if he could play every week, he's a serious option. So he, is, yeah. and he won the penalty so again. Buck is in. Brendan Rogers, Are yeah. you going to be looking at Leicester assets? And I keep saying it tonight, but... I just keep looking ahead to blank game weeks they're playing in 31 and 33 Yeah, and they have a nice game in Fulham in 30 as well I think have they yeah and they have yeah. a nice run all the way until 36 right on 36 so three tough fixers at the end yeah, I think Brandon Rodgers could be made for them to be honest yeah. they have a, they've a nice little squad and they have a few ballers they're like players haven't they yeah like I thought like I said I thought Claude Puel was a little bit unlucky their performances were a little bit better than results I was they got good. some good results against yeah. big teams but it's a nice little team to come, come so. in and take yeah. over, especially if you're Brendan Rodgers who prides oh. himself on playing nice football. and Audrey with the players they have. I, I think they should be they should be competing with, with, with Wolves for the top eight position, shouldn't they? You'd think no, so, yeah. I think so. So we'll move on to the next game. Arsenal yeah. 2, Southampton 0. Yeah. I didn't see any of this because my match of the day 2 didn't record and I, I was busy watching United and Liverpool. But... Lacazette and Mkhitaryan got the goals. Mkhitaryan Uh, got an assist. The first goal, Mkhitaryan came. a took shot from outside the box. It was going wide. Lacazette did one of those lovely little flicks that people were like, "Did he mean it?" He fucking meant it. So yeah, it was (laughs) a lovely little, no, those little flicks. It was quality, so it was. And um, I thought it was really good. Lacazette could have had a hat trick, so he could. He was like, he missed it. He missed a few really good chances. But even I want to say about. uh, uh, Arsenal got the clean sheet but Nathan Redmond had a great chance. He went through on goal. He turned his last man and he just hit it straight at Leno. Leno actually made another great save then later on. I think it was from Matty Target right in the top corner. So so I've been kind of criticising Leno a bit over the last few months but an absolutely quality game. So he had and I don't know. I just I just like I was all on about bringing Klasnich in wasn't I? Then 10 minutes to go I found out Hatton got double game week. It's the story of your life though. Like I always just, just struggled I actually, that I give good information on the pod But I still just go Whatever this guy's doing on Twitter And I just go The whole world brought him Pereira And I brought him Pereira Why? I'm fucking free hitting in, in, in 31 No well Kolasinic had more penalty area touches It's just one of your big leaks You need to have a look at it next season So uh, I just need to believe be in myself You will be paying for my holidays Kolasinic has 10 penalty area touches Two chance created One big chance I was like You should have just brought him there, in There are a few players Kind of I know the fixtures mightn't be ideal, but coming to the fore, like, Lacazette. Look, would people just people just talk about Avamiang the whole time? Lacazette is the option. 9.5 million, 1.54 XGI. That's in this game. 12 penalty area touches, five attempts, five attempts in the box, two big chances. And this this isn't just a one-off occurrence. He's doing this every week. Yeah, and what His you stats are of, just. How this where I I think that's is that back to back games he's yeah. had. and he played well. Like I've been watching. I watched the two BATE Borisov games, tonight <laughs> night on TV three, and Mikhatyian was dangerous again. And I thought Wobey who got the assist. Wobie keeps ticking over, doesn't he? Wobie's been the one that I've seen in the in the definitely Europa League games. He's absolutely. People would it. laugh at you when you say that, but he's quite reasonably priced. Yeah. I think he got injured in that game, though, and he's okay. been Emery a seems the to be relatively fond of him <coughs> he does I like him he puts in a good yeah. shift and-, and before we wrap up that game because there's nothing to really talk about from a Southampton point of view No, we've said it before they've no goal scorer uh, your Dan man he went off injured he injured again he's yeah, no, it been did not- you hear uh, Ralph Hasenhutl talking about him at the end of the match and it was nearly he's as if he's terrific. been shot dead Yeah, he's kind of like oh for a player his age this could be uh, terrible for his career and I'm like it's a hamstring injury It's not going to be great he'll be But all right. surely he'll come back from it Okay But he's does that not really make you negative. think That he could be an important player For Southampton Hasn't he Will realise how good he is and Possibly How good he's going to be for Ireland Ireland, Ireland. <laughs> So um, another captain watch uh, yeah. Aubameyang I think I said Sun was the most popular captain Was it Aubameyang, actually Thinking uh, about it uh No, I think someone was the most popular, but Aubameyang was the most popular on the polls would but have been from second. The, when people had the choice that they had. Yeah, he only got 15 minutes. Uh, People would have been stung again, but it couldn't have been a huge surprise given the whole Europa League situation. No, especially, and it came out just beforehand, I put it on the WhatsApp group that uh, Lacazette is actually out for three the Europa League yeah. games. So that means that um Aubameyang's nailed for all the all the Europa League and games. He played 90 minutes needlessly. like They had that yeah. tie wrapped up, but he came on anyway, 15 minutes... He had six penalty area touches. He had a shot. But, like, you yeah. can't really take a lot from that. So we'll move on to the last game of the week. And yeah. the big one. Man United, nil. Liverpool, nil. And what? It started at 2.05. In what? case you didn't see the ad. Oh, man. What a shit game that was. It wasn't amazing, was it? Oh, did, Look at this. This is joke shop stuff. I've seen Seal and Cardiff pro better figures. 0.3 XG to 0.47 XG. Like... Why didn't they just show the Arsenal Southampton game? Just when it's when the stakes are that high, you know, we had nobody wants to put a foot wrong. Nobody wants to lose. It was uh, just like a, a high level chess with the game. With the, the game, you probably wouldn't understand. No, that's, but uh, it was just like a the Premier League is about having fun and enjoying stuff. That this was just boring. But look, like, three injuries for United, three substitutions in the first <coughs> half. The just, game just of disrupted injuries. everything. Um, Mata, Lingward, Rashford, Herrera, Firmino. Fair play to what? Rashford as well. Like uh, coming on, playing the whole game. The injured. people of Manchester absolutely love him. He's a great player. He says all the right things. He's big into his. Uh, but he couldn't being a his, his turn of foot and is like just his attacking game. Just when you're completely injured, it just yeah, really like good. fair play to him for staying on, and he really did stick at it. Yeah, um, Yo, I hate to see, it, see this. I see a zero point three x Just I thought Man United had by far the better chance. to this game. Uh, Lukaku put Lingard through. And um, he so much time And he should have done better Yeah, Allison did great But yeah, yeah. you thought he could have Either yeah. dinked it over the keeper Or took a, a better yeah. touch to go wide like, Nikako actually had a great chance With a header He didn't do much with it Smallin had a chance at chance the chance end had a chance right at the end The ball gamble. came across the box And he could have made and it that goal I thought was razor thin like, Yeah On another make. day the linesman Kind of let's He was slightly yeah. offside But just Sometimes Yeah the eyes I was, I was the on for a whole page yeah. Of stuff to talk yeah. about But there's nothing to talk about in this game, really. As I said, I thought United should have nicked it. I thought Alisson had an absolutely great game. Both teams uh, will be happy with the result, though, won't it? Liverpool yeah. are a point ahead, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's kind of unbeaten run in the league continues. He has to get the job now, doesn't he? Mm, I don't know. Uh, we'll see Maybe how it we goes. Laughed in his face. Oh, I, I don't want to look back at previous episodes. Yeah, I probably no. laughed in his face, but no. sure he's proven me wrong and like against Spurs and against Liverpool he's after getting two decent results Yeah, I think he deserves he has to get it yeah so that wraps up all of the the action from the game week we'll come back and look ahead to the next game week So Willie on to game week 28 and for me this is a bit of a case of closing the stable door after the horse has bolted yeah because we're right in the middle of the game week but I think people might want to know what you did or what your decisions were so how did you line up or did you make any transfers who was your captain right yeah so we'll just go through I'll pretty much go through the captain and my transfers. so cool I just want to talk about my captain first so I went with Aguero, who a lot of people were Sergio, against. He played a, He Sergio. played. A, yeah, 120 minutes in the League Cup final. Every man and his dog were on about uh, Salah, weren't they? Yeah. I was just, I don't know, I looked at the statistics. And like If you're looking at his history against uh, against Wofford, you're like six goals and two assists in his last three games. And everyone probably remember that game against Wofford last week, four goals yeah. and assists. But then when I was looking at his underlying statistics, it was like 1.41 XGI the last four. I thought he didn't really do much against United. He was anonymous. He was yeah. completely anonymous. One goal, two assists last four. So it's solid enough. But for me, there was only one man. When I seen Jesus was out and I seen um, West Ham had an XGC of 7.3, which is the third worst. Only Cardiff and Huddersfield had a worst ex- expected goals conceded the last four. And uh, when I look at, at his statistics, he was he was 4-7 well, score with the bookies anyway. Seven goals in his last four games. He had a XGI of 4.95. That was even better than nine-man Ashley Barnes. So it was like 16 attempts, 13 in the box. Eight big chances I had to go with him as opposed to Salah, just from an underlying statistic perspective. And then it was like, who was my transfer? I brought the one man in everyone said wouldn't play. So he played 120 minutes in the league. I think he's played six out of the last seven for Man City, maybe. Raheem Sterling. I think Aguero's going to start this game. I think he's going to come off at 60 minutes. And I think Sterling might be on the bench and come on for 30 minutes. And that's still enough to score a goal against West Ham. And while everyone else is um, free-hitting in 32, I'm free-hitting in 31. So I just want to make the pints up on City. And I think Sterling might make this in make my pints up this week. But in the next two game weeks, he's going to... Yeah, that's a good point. I think a lot of people who are playing this... Um, free-hitting and 32 strategy. Yeah. So they're looking to get in all the guys for game week 31. Yeah. And Leicester and West Ham assets. Yeah. And you're filling your team up with, said last week, with a load of duds. Yeah. We've seen how low score on a blank game week can be. 25 oh. is very low score. You could have had seven or eight players. And that grand. was in the mini yeah. blank game week. Like, 31 uh, yeah. is going to be worse than that. Yeah. And I just would be really reluctant to, you know, go out of my way to get 11 starters. So yeah. I'm like you. I'm looking at bringing in guys with good fixtures in the meantime. Yeah, who just might uh, go nuts, and you could easily make up all the points in those three game weeks, plus points you make, in that and not worry making, about yeah. thirty one. Like I'm, yeah. my plan at the start was to have eleven. I'm yeah. now down to maybe seven or eight. Yeah, and don't be too bothered about that. Not at all, because I've brought in Aguero this week, yeah. and I wasn't going to, but yeah. I just think when I mean, heargies was out, surely you had to do it. Yeah, and apparently he's flying and training. Yeah, um. I was joking with a couple of my friends earlier today. Like, you'd swear it wasn't these lads' jobs to be fit and play football matches. No. Just, I was like, oh, he can't possibly play two games in, like, three or four days. And that's his job. Whatever about Sterling, His running around up the wings and getting, like, Aguero's in the penalty box a lot of the time. And I was like, I don't know if he's exerting too much. Like, I don't know. I think he could be fine. Yeah. And look, the alternatives, like you said, uh, Jesus is injured. They could play uh Sterling that's has why a false meant, nine yeah, yeah. but he's also played 120 minutes yeah. so why would you you know yeah. why would you favor him? I don't think they really have anyone else that can play that role. No. Uh, I don't think Sane has the head for it. Yeah. Mares doesn't really. Yeah. So I, good I'd good. be quite confident that Aguero will start get minutes and on his score. And like Fulham Fulham could have had three goals against against West Ham. Yeah, very early. And yeah. I think it's gonna be a, a case of look, play the best team you possibly can and then take off the guys when the match is won. Yeah. So anything else to do with your team? Or no. to mine? As I just said, I have my two City players and I'm probably, I feel like I don't have an option. It's like I've, I've taken this route and I have that to could go gold, that, I yeah. that could be gold though. Yeah. I think that could make you a lot of ground and it's not a bad uh bad yeah, I hope so, even though I'm kind of going against Even them. if uh, Sterling doesn't play this game or if he comes on for 10-15 minutes, will uh, still have a couple of nice fixtures. But he's Bournemouth in the next three and he has Fulham mm-hmm. and Cardiff. We yeah. think in the double. so for me, that doesn't have my wild card left. It's a bit of a no brainer. Even if, if I get one point from Sterling, i still yeah. Yeah, I think going forward, Sounds I can make it up. Yeah. Now I was struggling this week because I've absolutely no bench. Yeah. My bench is Ings, uh, Wan Bisaka and Steve Cook. They're all injured. That's not good. Uh, Rashford was a massive doubt, so I was looking down the barrel of having ten players. Yeah. So what did you do? I for? wanted eleven. Um. Didn't really want to get Rashford out, but. I thought that injury made it easier for those of us that are going to free yeah. hit in 32. You still have your wild card to bring him back in for the... Exactly. The I have my free hit to bring him in in 32, wild yeah. card to bring him yeah. in yeah. in 34. Not, yeah. I don't think he's going to play against Palace. And I was saying it on Twitter today. Even if he does play against Palace, he's, he's clearly that, like, not going to be yeah. 100%. Yeah. And like Selhurst Park even isn't an easy place to go. Definitely not. You're by no means guaranteed to get anything out of that. You wouldn't be t- surprised if he blanked the talent if he wants. So then... Solchar is kinda of alluding to the fact that he's he's close. So you think he will play against Southampton at the weekend. Yeah. So you're you're looking at one tricky, worrisome match that you're not having Rashford for if you get rid yeah. of him. And I brought in Aguero. So I have Aguero, hopefully, at home to West Ham. And then I have I mean, him did you say away to Bournemouth? He's away to Bournemouth. even like he has the Bournemouth game, even though Rashford probably has Southampton at home, like they're probably I think similar, aren't they? In the two games. I'd be a lot more confident than Aguero doing yeah, some damage yeah. and I've also hopefully. made him my captain so that could be huge yeah and make some ground at last hopefully like he's not the most popular captain Salah is high, more highly captained he's more highly owned Salah's dominating on um, Do you know if that. Salah blanks and Aguero does anything that's going to be huge for my rank yeah. and at this stage of the season I was getting yeah. a little bit sick of going for the old shield you know just yeah. going for Salah and just yeah. ticking along just take a chance it, it's a mini chance. It's not like yeah. I'm kind of captain yeah. a... yeah, sorry, I'm like that's it. So we both the same captain. That's yeah, exactly. and I I had a little look. I was gonna bring in Obamiang for Rashford, but I I thought that was gonna be purely for one game. The um, next to Bournemouth, Spurs, and United is it United, I and then a blind. Hump. Yeah, So no, I didn't really fancy those three games. I don't like bringing in guys for one game no. and. In this uh, period of the season, I think transfers are so valuable when you're setting up for the, bounce, for the doubles, the doubles yeah, yeah. The, for Definitely. your chip strategies. That That's what uh, swung it towards Aguero. Because I did like Bournemouth at home for Aubameyang. Especially with Lerma out and Chris Meppen playing. I love Meppen in the Championship, but it just seems like a deer in headlights. In the he looked nervous. He could yeah. have gave away a penalty there. See, so yeah. that handball was yeah. a bit... He should have moved to Villa, but... <laughs> you always have <laughs> an agenda, don't you? Anytime you're uh, criticizing anyone that played in uh, the championship, there's a there's a Villa angle on it. I've yeah, well, sometimes you're better off being the star man in the championship than being a bit of a joke shop in the Premiership. But yeah, it's hard to know. He hasn't really got the chance yet. He yeah. can't. He was quality. quality player in championship, and I'm devastated he didn't move to Villa. But I just thought he had a poor game. So I was uh, tempted to roll my free transfer, but oh. I was worried about having only ten players. So what you do anyway, Drew? I told you about Aguero for Rashford. Yeah. So we'll have a look at tonight's results because we haven't really looked at them. So, hmm. Right. Everton are after beating Cardiff 3 0. Gilfie's got two goals. Calvert Lewin has a goal. And I was all over Gilfie over Richardson. What did I do then? Go with this fucking sheep that I am. Lucas Dean got a yellow card, but at least he got a clean he sheet. He would have got his clean sheep. Yeah. This uh, result is absolutely sickening to me. Huddersfield won, Wolves nil. Ah, oh, uh, I have Patricio. A I lot of people are tribal wolves. Doherty, Doherty got booked. A 90th minute goal just. Oh, that wiped oh. so many points and off my. Uh, look, do you know who else got booked? Ryan Bennett, who everyone else, a lot of people have as well. Steve Munier got his goal in. What's that? His first goal in about yeah. eight years. It's how many? Just minutes. shocking. Like honestly, we haven't watched the match, and I haven't looked at this. Stis- just Raúl Jiménez is like. Everyone, people are bringing him in left, right, and center. and glad I didn't bring but him. But it's in. just, a, it's so typical of wolves. Just, yeah. Like they look good against. Do you know when we watch this game, we're going. They're going to like look as solid as ant, and they're going to have a really low xGC. They're going to make one silly individual error and concede a goal. They I just, haven't even seen any of this game, so we're probably such it. a poor record against the yeah. middle of the the road or the bottom yeah. teams. Like I don't know. Looking at the stats here, Huddersfield had fifty two percent possession. Oh, they had. Eleven shots to Wolves is six. Yeah. Um, Similar. Do you know? I can't say. Interesting. me analyse statistics. Sorry. It's just sick. I'm glad I wasn't watching that or paying attention because I would have been adding up all the Wolves points in my head, and then they just would have been wiped up out in the 90th minute. This is worse. So How Leicester career Leicester two, Brighton one. Uh, no surprise that Leicester bet Brighton. Yeah. Brighton aren't great away from home. Mad's got his assist. Uh, load of lads brought in. Mads Vardy, Vardy. he's after getting a goal. Yeah. He always does really well, doesn't he? New manager. You got booked. You got uh, booked. We still got a goal. Who scored for Brighton? Davey Proper. He yeah, was not decent enough. It's not really an FPL, an FPL option. Newcastle though. 2, Burnley 0. Newcastle go looking go. Fabian again. shar oh. And uh, that man, we didn't actually mention him during our coverage of the Newcastle game. I might yeah. have sent you... Uh, Sean Longstock is looking quality already got an assist had, had a great effort didn't he hit the crossbar he hit the crossbar with an yeah. unbelievable shot in the last yeah. game he put in a, a deadly cross to Ronda and he missed a, an absolute sitter yeah. and the shot that he hit the bar with if that was like yeah, 6 inches lower uh, Almiron would have had an assist because he just rolled the ball to oh, him yeah. and even the last few weeks he didn't look like an FPL option but he looks naturally quite, he's like he must be on the verge of the England squad, which is pretty amazing for some guy who wasn't even in the Newcastle squad a few weeks ago. Yeah. Tonight, so. so, to be honest, the four games tonight looked like they were absolutely horrendous for me. I had five players yeah. playing. Dean, you got a clean sheet, but other than that, I got nothing. Anything for you, no? No, worse than you, you have a clean sheet. I can't imagine it was massive. Do you know, a load of lads have Rondon, he did nothing. Yeah. People brought in Vardy, one goal is not and terrible. Did nothing. No. Uh, the Wolves backline did nothing. Richarlison didn't score for Everton. Yeah, which has got sucked off for Bernardo. Yeah, anyway, we've uh, all of tomorrow's games to yeah. put our hopes on and we won't uh, spend too much time on this because it all looks really Thank negative. God. it's quite depressing, really. True. Yeah. And that is a wrap, episode 15 in the bag. We've had to cut this one somewhat short as Willie's lift has arrived. But uh, that enforced end isn't a bad thing as we were getting progressively worse. So... If you did enjoy this, please do check us out on our Twitter page. It's the FPL Renegades podcast at Renegades FPL. Um, Tell all your friends, tell your work colleagues, tell anyone you think might be interested in FPL. There are plenty of us out there. Uh, We say it every week, but we really do appreciate every last listen, all the feedback, any kind words that we do get. So please do keep it coming and we will keep the podcasts coming. Um, So all that's left for me to say is... Best of luck now with tomorrow's games. Hopefully they're a little bit kinder than tonight's. Hopefully the weekend goes a little bit better for everyone as well. And there's a few green arrows in there. So thanks for listening. Good luck and good night.